path to let them know the price has been paid. They no longer have to struggle to qualify. They've been qualified by the blood. Now it's time to know the debt's been paid and begin to live in that freedom from that debt of sin. That they can live in relationship with you. We are anointed. I thank you for that. You're so good, God, to anoint us with your spirit. We're so grateful. We're so thankful. Thank you for doors of utterance being opened even tonight. We might clearly speak as we ought to speak. Give us ears to hear what you're saying to each and every heart. And we might not leave as we came. We might walk out just seemingly the same as we came in. But I thank you we won't leave like we came. We'll leave ready to go and be a light into our world this week. We'll carry that anointing. We'll carry the knowledge of the gospel. Not ashamed. For we know the gospel has within it the power of God to bring salvation. So I thank you, you grant unto your servants boldness to speak your word. Boldness to stretch forth your hand. That we might be a light, an influence, a lamp unto this region, this community, this valley. So we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise and thanksgiving for what will be accomplished in every heart and every life. In Jesus' name, amen. Good evening, church. Praise the Lord. It's good. God's good, isn't he? Mercy endures forever and ever. Praise the Lord. Why don't you elbow bump five or six people around you, tell them that you're glad that they're here. <laughs> you can hug them. You can shake their hands. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I don't, I don't recommend this at all, just a testimony. You know, when I was in high school, I just bought into the fact that... Um, divine healing was for all and so this friend of mine got mono and so they had to isolate them uh, but I felt like you know what I could just go over there every single day and hang out and pray and just talk about really and I spent time saying you know what that well hey, you can't come here her mom said well you can't come here I said well sure I can come here this isn't going to get on me and I'd quote healing scriptures you know I think God blessed me in somewhat in my ignorance. But you know what? There is just something to just having that blind faith, so to speak, and just saying, you know what? This will not come near me. The life of God's in me, right? And so I don't suggest that you be dumb, but be confident, right? I'm not suggesting that you go find people to get around and do that. I was a little bit, you know, anyway. Praise the Lord. But the 91st Psalm does belong to us. Amen? It belongs to us. It's a promise of God. Right? And it's not just about sickness and disease. and It's about protection. But, you know, when the enemy, when you're just thinking, man, alive, the enemy's coming in like crazy. So he may come in like crazy, but because God's on you, he'll flee seven times. He'll come in one way, but he'll have to flee seven. 
That's pretty good. Amen. And so that's just something, uh, you know, I was going to do that this morning. Alan and I didn't have any, any conversation. And I thought, well, you know what, we'll just need to bring that remembrance of the 91st Psalm with everything that's going on. And Alan just said, you know, I want to make an announcement. And uh, the 91st Psalm is greater. Amen? So uh, I, I don't suggest that you just go find people to get around if they're not feeling well in any, any manner just to say, look, it, I'm healed. But there's a confidence that you can have. And there's a place that you can go and lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. Amen? You're carriers of the life of God. Amen? You're not giving me much enthusiasm, but you are carriers of the life and the power of God. Amen? So use wisdom. I'm not telling you not to use wisdom. Use wisdom, but there's no reason to be afraid. Amen? God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a well-disciplined mind. Amen. Before we get into the offering, I just want to share this with you. This has been on my heart just a little bit. It comes and goes. You know, you have different things that, as a pastor, uh, that come your way. You get different emails. You get different things that come in. And so uh, this is Sunday night crowd, so I can share some things that I might not share on Sunday morning. That's not really true, but anyway, it sounds good. <laughs> I pretty much share anything anytime it comes to me. Um, praise the Lord. But, you know, uh, my job description is in Ephesians is that really the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher are for the equipping of the saints for work of ministry. Sometimes we get going through life, we begin to think maybe a little bit differently. And our, our role and our, our challenge is to equip you for ministry, right? And so we love the family, we love the community, and we're, we're endeavoring not just to get you to reach out to the community, but also to reach out to others. And so we know that there's different times where, where pressure comes in, sickness might be at your house, there's different things. But sometimes, and again, I, I, I'm not saying that this bothers me, I just want to bring a revelation that might help you, right? And so sometimes we get something in and says, you know, I went through this situation, or I went that, through that situation, and nobody in the church helped me or came to me or prayed with me, except, right? And they'll say something like, except for Peter, and I know Peter is their friend, right? Except for Peter, and Peter might be their friend, and, and uh, Clyde and Anna might be their friend. So nobody, the church didn't help me except for Peter and Clyde and Anna. And you know, I don't know how that's supposed to strike me, but I'm like, praise the Lord. Right, and I know your mind gets to thinking whether it's the church office should have called or somehow, you know, somebody different should have come. But our role is to quip the church, so that Peter will come pray, that Clyde and Anna will come pray, right? That's, that's kind of the whole goal, that somebody will be there because of the church community, right? And so sometimes we just get to looking in a certain place, but we are the church, right? And it really starts right there. That, so, so Peter comes to your house and you're in the church, but all of a sudden, you know, faith builds. There's a great testimony. And so that helps not only you get healed, but it helps Peter go like, whoa, that was all right. So then he's more apt to at work pray for than another friend that might not be in the church and watch them get healed. Right? And whether it's words of encouragement, whether it's just sitting and reading scripture, it's laying hands on the sick was praying for deliverance when somebody in the church comes. And I'm going to say this, it might, this might sound a little harsh, 
Do not devalue that member of the church. If a member of the church came, say someone in the church came and prayed for me. That values the members of the body. Amen? And so really, you know, I'm just, I think if, you, if we could get that, it would just help us a lot. Right? And I understand, you know, like I said, it comes at different times. And I understand where people are at. And sometimes it's a, it's a bigger situation. And they just want more rallying around them. And uh, we want to be there to rally more around them. But at the same time, we want to go from beginning to end. We want to honor one member. We like that. If one member, right, is honored, we all rejoice. If one member suffers, we all suffer. And so we don't want to discount when one member prays. Praise the Lord when we all pray, when we all get together. We pray, we hear a great report. When the pastoral staff comes and prays, praise the Lord. Uh, you know, when I get to go and pray with somebody, I mean, I'm thrilled to be able to go and pray with somebody, right? But it all works together. We are the church. Amen? So I just want to encourage you in that because I know the enemy will try to say, well, nobody's here. But when you look around, somebody's there. Maybe just not the people that you thought would be there, but somebody's there. And uh, really, it helps the body to recognize that. Amen? We're all anointed. Glory to God. Well, if you weren't here this morning, you weren't prepared with your local church tithes and offerings, I uh, want to give you an opportunity to give. You make it out check, make it out to New Creation Church. You can buy cash or debit or credit card. Uh, raise your hand. The ushers will be thrilled. Uh, enthusiastic, cheerful to give you an envelope. Given by text. The number is up there. Praise the Lord Jesus. Um, today, you know, there's a number of ministries that go on. Today in the nursing home, two people receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, uh, praise the Lord, our nursing home team, Eileen, Jessica, I don't know who, all, who is ministering today. I just got a report. So, praise the Lord. Two people got born again. So, those different outreaches, uh, we see people in the jail getting born again, people in the nursing home getting born again, lives are being changed. Uh, it's, it's coming in to go out and to reach people. Amen? Praise the Lord. Are we ready? All right. Why don't you go ahead and pray over the offering. Practice.